happy 4th of July. I'm sending this week's Midweek Connection out a day early so that I can share some thoughts with you on this day of our nation's 247th birthday. You know, we Americans, we revel in the fact that we're an independent, sovereign, self-governing nation. Uh, We have no king. Our leaders are elected by the citizens of the nation. And they have term limits, meaning that every four to six years they, they have to be reelected to continue to serve. Those elected are compelled to govern according to our national constitution and the will of the American people. We are a democratic republic, wherein people have power, but not total power. Our elected leaders have authority, but not ultimate authority. It's, a, it's really quite a delicate dance that the people and their elected representatives do to maintain this free and independent nation. Now, sometimes we get it right, and sometimes we get it quite wrong. But through it all, Americans as a whole are more free and prosperous than any other peoples on earth. Despite her flaws, I thank God that I was born into this great nation And I'm blessed to enjoy the fruits of the sacrifices made by free men and women who have gone before me. I pray my children and my grandchildren will be able to say the same in their lifetimes. As we celebrate our 247th birthday, I want to take the opportunity to challenge my brothers and sisters in Christ concerning the freedom that we celebrate today. You know, freedom is a great privilege, and it is an even greater responsibility. Regarding privilege, our freedoms afford us opportunity to pursue our own personal life, liberty, and happiness. Regarding responsibility, well, our freedom demands that we think of the greater good of others, their life, liberty, and happiness, not just our own. And this is true for every American, but even more so of every Christian who happens to be an American. You know, we have a God-given responsibility to use the freedoms that He has given, both the physical and the spiritual freedoms, for His glory and the benefit of others. Again, not just for ourselves. The Apostle Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said to the church in Galatia, Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 15. He says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. You know, Paul had no concept of the kind of physical freedom that we enjoy as Americans. He wasn't speaking about that in the passage. He was speaking about the spiritual freedom in Christ. And he was exhorting fellow believers to acknowledge that in Christ there is freedom from the Mosaic law. But that the freedom from the Mosaic law that Christians have is not a license to live in the sinful desires of the flesh, but to live out the spirit of the law, which is love. Love for God and loving your neighbor as yourself. 
You know, people who live under law have a tendency to measure one another by who best keeps the law, which then leads to confrontations and envy and strife and argumentations. People who live in the light and freedom of love, the love of Christ, are really more concerned with their relational growth with Christ and also of helping others come to know Him and to grow in the freedom of His love as well. So today, to my fellow Christ-following Americans, on this 4th of July, as we celebrate the physical freedoms that we enjoy, let us not forget that those freedoms are not primarily given to us by God to be consumed pursuing our own agendas, but they afford for us the freedom to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to proclaim His gospel openly, to pray in gathered groups for the salvation of the lost and the spiritual growth of the saved, and as to the wealth that this physical freedom has given, there's also a responsibility to use it to take the message of spiritual freedom in Christ to the world, as we also provide tangible relief and assistance to the billions who live in this world in bondage of poverty, ignorance, and sin. Well, those are just a few thoughts that I had that I thought I would share with you on this 4th of July. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and what it means to us who are citizens of this great nation. And uh, Lord, um, I thank you for giving us 247 years of freedom. And um, I know that in our past, we've used that freedom for many good things, and we've also used it for many bad things. I pray, though, that your church, and especially we, the Mission Church, as we move forward in the freedom that we have, that we would seek to use what you've given us for the good, for your glory, and for the benefit of others. Lord, help us as we celebrate to not only just be happy that we don't have a king, a physical king over us, but Lord, that we would be filled with joy that you are our king and that you are leading us to fulfill the, um, the will of your kingdom as well as to make a difference in this world for your glory. Lord, help us to be eager to engage in those things for your glory and for the benefit of others. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this coming Sunday, we continue in Daniel. We're going to be in chapter 4, and we're going to be seeing in chapter 4 the personal testimony of King Nebuchadnezzar. He's going to tell us personally how God humbled him, humbled him to the level of an animal, and then restored him to the splendor of his rule over Babylon with a new understanding that the God of heaven rules over the affairs of men. And as such, then, we are accountable to Him. I look forward to our time together then. God bless and have a great week.